Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, I'm very excited about this episode. We have a very special guest, Kyla from Risque Reviews. Hi, Erin. Whoa. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good, thank you. It's How really nice to meet you. You too. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I've been looking forward to this episode. Um, I, I actually, I don't prepare hardly at all for episodes, yeah. but for this one I did. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, I don't know, I just thought I should prepare because we're going to talk about sex toys yes. today. Because uh, if people don't get it from the name Risque Reviews, you're a sex toy reviewer. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Is it a lot of fun? It is, yeah. Has it turned into, like, work yet? It started to. Um, I'm still pretty new at it, so I only started about two months ago, and it's picked up faster than I expected. So right now, I kind of have, like, a backlog of toys, like a build-up that I'm waiting to get to. You have to, like... Sometimes you have to get inspired to use something. Totally. Yeah, yeah, that's half the thing with uh, with sex, you yeah. know? It's like, <laughs> you can't make yourself do it, really, if you're not feeling it. Yeah. Um, so you're new at it, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, how did you get into doing that? So I do sell sex toys at a retail store. Cool, me too, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. I have a really good time. My favorite part of the job is working with customers and helping customers to understand what they're buying and to pick out what's going to be best for them. And I just found so many people were uncomfortable, they feel shy to ask questions, they don't know what they're looking at, and I think that it's really important for people to be more open about it and to learn so that they know what they're buying. Yeah, I find a lot of people come in, we go by commission at our Mm -hmm. store, so we also write down like when somebody is not being helped and that doesn't reflect poorly on the salesperson at all that reflects on just they want to under our company wants to understand the nature of sex toy consumers mm-hmm. like pretty much half the time people do not want to talk to a salesperson i believe that yeah. e- even if you're like hey would you like me to open up that package for you tell you a bit about that product they're no mm-hmm. no 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 i'm I'm fine. I'll just, I'll get this. Like, oh, but wait, there, <laughs> there's so many cool things I can tell you about that toy Yeah. or things that, um, that are not great about that toy. Yeah. Maybe we can find something better. <laughs> maybe can, yeah. Maybe we can find something better for you. One of the things I wanted to ask you might be a good place to start is, uh, how can someone who, who is kind of new to buying sex toys, mm-hmm. this kind of uncomfortable person were kind of talking about what's what's the thing that they can do to find a good sex toy for them so the first thing i always ask people is what area of their body they're looking to stimulate Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you have no idea what you're looking at it can be really daunting to walk into a store and not even know what section to look at Mm -hmm. so they're toys for lots of different areas as we both know yeah so i usually try to narrow it down to 
clitoris, vaginal or G-spot, mm-hmm. vaginal and G-spot, anal, penis, prostate, nipples. What do we want to stimulate here? Yeah, and some people I find can't even answer that much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. So, or, or even, like, it's somebody buying the toy for the the partner yeah. right and they they don't know either it's like because mm-hmm. i ask questions i try not to ask too many personal questions as a sex toy retailer but i'm just like okay well how, how do they pleasure themselves yeah. like where where on the body do they pleasure themselves exactly. typically if if you don't know then have you noticed that they have patterns and trends that they <laughs> enjoy and then maybe we can work from there so maybe do do some homework on like what because you kind of have to know your body a little absolutely right yeah so know enough to know i like g-spot play Mm -hmm. i like external clitoral play Mm -hmm. that sort of a thing Mm -hmm. so that's that's the first thing yeah okay and then what and then from there i always recommend going with body safe materials so we were talking a little bit about this before and we're gonna talk about it yeah about how we both really despise jelly Jelly rubber. Least favorite, least body safe material for a toy. It's super porous, so that means that it's really easy for bacteria to get stuck there. Even Mm -hmm. if you clean it, I get people that say, my toy stinks, and it's always a jelly toy. It's riddled with bacteria. (laughs) So let's let's just talk about that right now. Sex toys are not regulated. Mm -hmm. Nobody's watching over the sex toy industry to make sure they're making safe products. That's correct. Right? Yeah. And people, when you uh, see on your toy, on your packaging, if it says sold for novelty use only, that doesn't mean it's because it's for novelty use only. It means it's not being regulated. And it's not body safe, Mm -hmm. most likely. Some of, some dildos, like dildos (laughs) that you are meant to put inside yourself (laughs) actually will say on the packaging for external use only. Yeah. That's a big yeah. indicator. How, however, that being said, they don't even have to write that on the box. Absolutely. That's just a liability thing that that particular company is taking mm-hmm. precautions, right? They actually don't have to say that. Mm-hmm. They can say whatever the hell they want, right? Yes, they can. <laughs> so, like, how can you tell then if the pa- if the packaging is not telling you whether it's safe or not? How can you tell? So, um, one way is just knowing what companies are more reputable mm-hmm. and sticking with companies that are known to be more trusted. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some bloggers online that talk about a flame test. So if you take a flame to silicone, it shouldn't melt right. if it's medical grade. Um, so if, you know, a one company successfully passes that over and over again, then we can trust that brand, for example. Right. Um, even from touching a toy, you can also tell in mm-hmm. quality silicone shouldn't feel super squishy it shouldn't have any you know rigid like weird ridging or seams anything like like, that. like inconsistent inconsistency on the sur- exactly on the surface yeah mm-hmm. uh the one of the big indicators for me is is it sweating yes yes that's such a good one <laughs> is it sticky mm-hmm. when you open that package is there like is it covered like in a sl- weird oily s- substance? Yeah, that because that's chemical leaching out. Mm-hmm. That's the chemicals 
I know. It's really gross. <laughs> uh, what was another one? Uh, sticky. Yeah, if it if it's changing texture. Yeah. Oh, and then if it's got a smell. Yes. Right out of the package. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like, whoa, like mm-hmm. just that plasticky, terrible Definitely. smell. <laughs> so what um, what are some of the things that are in there? Like what what's the main chemical that's in there that's doing that? Um, one of them, I have, always have a hard time pronouncing it, yeah. the f- phthalates, f- there's a T in there as well. Yeah, th- th- phthalates? Phthalates. Phthalates. Yes. Let's go with <laughs> And phthalates are, do, are, do what to a toy? What is, what are they in there for in the first place? Um, that's a good question. I think it just helps it, like, gel together better mm-hmm. and to be, um, less rigid. Yeah, it makes plastic soft Mm -hmm. and makes it makes it flexible Mm -hmm. right and there are lots of other chemicals in there as well Mm -hmm. there can be a lot of things in that toy that you don't know uh and i think the phthalates (laughs) (laughs) it's spelled it's got a p at the beginning pht yeah pht how do you say it (laughs) um and that's one that's a major cancer causing mm-hmm. uh, it has been linked to, to um, different cancers yeah yeah which is crazy okay so okay so we're getting to the we're getting to the store we've we've done the self-research where we're like okay i want a g-spot toy yeah. i think <laughs> so you go to the store and you're like i want a g-spot toy um i'm looking at the packaging mm-hmm. trying to determine whether uh maybe i've done some internet research to be like, what companies should I Mm -hmm. stay tuned for? Um, so I'm in the store. So what, what else, what next do I do? Um, I usually encourage people just to browse at all the different shapes and then let me know what shapes are kind of catching their eye. And then Mm -hmm. we can open the packaging up and let them feel the vibrations actually Mm -hmm. fiddle around with it in their hand. See if they're going to like the shape if they like how flexible or rigid it is. If they like the vibration patterns, the strength, all of that. Yeah, and for G-Spot play, um, some people like it to be super rigid, super mm-hmm. hard, uh, because that's going to give deliver more pressure mm-hmm. to the G-Spot. And some people like it to be a little softer, a little more flexible. Exactly. Because they don't need that like ramming mm-hmm. uh, pressure on their G-Spot, right? So exactly. it's all preference. That and, So you're showing them toys, and they're, yeah. and they're trying to figure out which one they might <laughs> they might enjoy, right? Uh, I think it's super important to say uh, when somebody's buying a sex toy, go to even even if you have bought it online or mm-hmm. want to buy something online, I encourage you. <laughs> this is against my entire salesperson being <laughs> to actually go into the store yeah. and hold it in your hand before buying it online. I agree. Because you don't, there's so many things that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. The vi- If you're buying a vibrator, that's like huge to feel the vibration mm-hmm. before you buy it, right? Because yeah. what, what, what are the different types of like vibrations? Like what are you, what do we mean by that when we say that? Um, vibrations of different frequencies. So mm-hmm. some people prefer like a deeper, more rumbly vibration at a lower frequency. And some people prefer the more buzzing, higher frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything in between. Yeah, everything in between as well. Some vibrators are going to have the motor at one end and you're, that's where you're going to feel the majority of the vibration. Whereas other vibrators, you might feel the vibration throughout the whole toy. So mm-hmm. again, it's just preference. Neither one is better or worse. Yeah, different. <laughs> just preference, right? 
something that's also kind of interesting, you know, if you are a first-time sex toy buyer, are you, you may not necessarily want to drop $200 mm-hmm. on a body-safe silicone vibrator, mm-hmm. right? So what would you what would you recommend for that person that's like, "E, I don't even know if I like it yet." There are some cheaper options um and then, you know, there are some materials that I wouldn't recommend as the first choice, but that aren't as awful as jelly, mm-hmm. um, such as ABS plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's smooth and a seamless toy, then it's still going to be not as high quality as silicone, but it's still fairly non-porous and it's not as concerning in terms of bacteria buildup. And that type of plastic, that's a hard plastic. That's a hard plastic. That's a hard plastic, yeah. ABS plastic, yeah. right. Or something, I mean, I mean, sometimes I'm just so hard trying to tell people not to buy a certain toy, like, <laughs> for example, a jelly rubber yes. toy, but if they just want that, that $30 jelly rubber vibrator so badly, I just tell them to, I'm like, just go for it. You can use, mm-hmm. totally use that toy. Just put a condom on mm-hmm. it. Put a condom on it. You can use whatever the hell you want. Yeah. If you put a condom on it, right? <laughs> yeah. And some people at that point maybe start to realize it's not the best toy for them. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, the only way you should use this is if you put a condom well, on it. Well, and then that's expensive too if you have to use a condom every, every time. time you use it, right? Yeah. But also those $30 vibes are usually going to die pretty fast. And I've found that more and more companies are starting to come out with more affordable options Mm -hmm. that are still okay quality. Um, Like the recent Swan line Mm -hmm. have two that are only $80. Not bad. So for medical grade silicone and rechargeable, eighty dollars is pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, there's another um, company that's come out that we've gotten at the store just maybe in the past six months. It's Romont. Okay. Uh, and they come out with uh, some super reasonably priced rechargeable silicone mm-hmm. vibes. There's a little rabbit. There's a little G spotter, and there's a bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I sell those like crazy because I think the G spotter and the Rabbit are priced at 70 That's I believe. That's pretty good, too, yeah. And the bullet, uh, this nice rechargeable silicone bullet, is priced at 40 Nice. And I'm like, that just flies off the yeah. shelf. Yeah, the, the um, vibration on it is pretty buzzy, <laughs> uh, of course. But um, at, at that price point, they're not going to have too rumbly a motor yeah. in there. But well, 40 like we said, it's good just to see if you like sex toys, yeah. if you like vibrations, if you yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Just to just as an entry level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I realize that like you need some entry level products. Definitely. I realize that mm-hmm. spending $250 on a good vibrator. Everyone can't do that. Yeah. I totally get that. Well, we- and some people that come into the store, maybe you sell them that 30 or 40 dollar product today but then mm-hmm. you get them really interested in that $200 toy and they're going to save up for it or they're going to buy it at Christmas time, or or ask for it, yeah, yeah. ask for for a gift from yeah, the partner, exactly, or yeah, yeah. One of the new uh, toys that we kind of toy lines we kind of got in the store recently is from Screaming O. Usually, I'm not. They're kind of a lower end, mm-hmm. a lower price point type of a line, um, and they just came out with a rechargeable bullet. Nice. Which is nice. Um, and they came out with, like, a bunch of different cock rings. Uh, it's all the same bullet, but mm-hmm. the the cock rings are made of 
some sort of stretchy type of rubber stuff. However, they do have one little like rabbit head uh, one that is of silicone. So nice. one one is of silicone. <laughs> a couple of are like the jelly, but the the uh, bullet is rechargeable, which is nice. Nice. And those are really reasonably priced as That's well. That's good. One thing I like about Screaming O though, um, talking about just like all the health and safety type yeah. things, even though they are a lower end um, line. What they usually do is the whole thing is just made of plastic, probably mm-hmm. ABS, uh, usually hard plastic, but they have like just a little silicone head on it. Oh, that that's is nice. usually removable. Yeah. So you can cl- take clean. that off, clean it properly because it's silicone. Mm-hmm. You can actually clean it and put it back on the toy. So, nice. yeah, yeah, the whole thing is kind of low end, kind of made. I don't <laughs> want to say cheaply made, but uh, made of just, you know, whatever type of plastic. But just that little cup that hit, goes over the mm-hmm. head of the vibrator. The or, yeah. I, I'm like, good for you guys. Nice. Like, you can have a lower end low priced vibrator but like that's smart that shows me that yeah they want to give do really cheap products but they still have that kind of consciousness definitely in mind there i think more and more companies are starting to go that way thankfully i would love to say that's a sex toy trend (laughs) is that people are becoming more like Mm eco-conscious and and health conscious body safe yeah do you feel you do feel Uh, that way maybe not so much eco-conscious conscious but i think companies are starting to go the route of silicone like california exotics has done Mm. a huge rebranding i've noticed in the past even year or so they used to be fairly cheap and Mm -hmm. lower quality but all the recent lines that they've come out with like from jopin Mm -hmm. um their lux line Mm -hmm. have all been really great and like fairly reasonably priced as well. Yeah, there's a Lux strap-on compatible mm-hmm. dildo. Yes, I know which one you mean. Have you felt the finish yeah, on it? It's and it, so nice. It's so nice. I've never wanted to fuck someone <laughs> with a dick yeah. so badly. And if it's the one I think you're talking about, it has, it's like intuitive as well. So it has different pressure points where if you squeeze certain areas, then it vibrates faster. So it's yeah. going to be like intuitive while you're using it. Yeah. And there's something about the finish and the color mm-hmm. of it. It's like effervescent. It's yeah. like, it's a really great toy. It's a beautiful toy. I haven't yeah. tried it yet. That's on my wish list. <laughs> let's, let's go to, um, since you are kind of new at the yeah. sex toy reviewing biz, uh, <laughs> what toys are you excited about to review? If I could get my hands on one of WeVibe's most recent penis rings, I would be so happy. Yeah. Um, I've been waiting for them to do penis rings because I think WeVibe makes really great quality products. They're a Canadian company, which I like. Yeah, Ottawa company. Yeah. Um, and they look really cool, the rings. Uh, we just got them in my store, so I got to, like, fiddle with them in my hands. Mm-hmm. But I would love to actually get one to try get one and on review. A yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can we talk about WeVibe for yeah, a second? For sure. I, I, like you, am a huge WeVibe fan. Mm-hmm. That's actually my most, that's my brand. Yeah. For buying sex toys. <laughs> Honestly, They're I own, great. like, seven different WeVibe <laughs> toys. But there is this huge controversy happening mm-hmm. about their the lawsuit against yeah. them in the states yeah, yeah. so uh, for people that don't know mm-hmm. what what's that all about um so they were sued and they settled out of court um and the reason why the lawsuit took place was because um a user felt that WeVibe was collecting their data without their consent and their knowledge mm-hmm. um and then 
We Vibe hadn't written it properly in their legal agreement. We all know that fine print that's yeah. really, really long. And unfortunately, We Vibe, you know, hadn't disclosed everything that they were collecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so since then, they have totally revised and revamped their privacy statement. Mm-hmm. I've re- looked over it. Um, I am lucky where at my store, sometimes a We Vibe rep comes in. So we actually did get a chance to talk to a We Vibe rep about it. Mm-hmm. And I still trust them as a company. I think... Everything that they've put out about it has been honest um, with their new privacy statement. they You can opt out of uh, them collecting any data, which is really important. So when you download the app, you have the option immediately to opt out of that. They don't collect your name. They don't collect any personalized data. Mm-hmm. They're basically just collecting aggregate data that all of your other apps are also collecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and basically what they were using the data for was mm-hmm. just to, like, it's product information. Like, Kitty, one of the Wevi reps, said to us that she was... I love Kitty. I uh, <laughs> love that Kitty Kitty. Uh, she was saying that all they were using it for is, like, for example, they would see a trend of people using it on the highest setting. Yeah. So that is informing them that they need to create a more powerful motor, Mm -hmm. which they did. Exactly. You know, like, stuff like that. Yeah, and I never felt like I was being lied to or that I was ever told to lie as a retailer of WeVibe. Mm -hmm. And even in their marketing materials, I thought it was obvious they were collecting the data because they would say things like, Oh, X number of people downloaded it. X number of people used it for this many hours. Yeah, it wasn't shady. Yeah. It, it was they were offering it as um, mm. like promotional material, Absolutely. saying that this information was collected and these are the results. Isn't that cool? Absolutely. By the way, vibe. Like it wasn't mm. a hidden thing. And another thing that I really like about WeVibe that you kind of touched on is they do listen to their customers and take their feedback, like the newest sync model that you were mentioning Mm -hmm. does have a much stronger motor than any of their previous models Mm -hmm. and the only other complaint that i ever received about the WeVibe was that it didn't fit every person exactly right so with the newest model they added two adjustable points so every person can adjust it to their body so Mm -hmm. i really appreciate that WeVibe listens to their customers and they modify their products to suit their customers needs yeah and even every time we would meet with a kitty or another rep she would ask for feedback straight up ask for feedback what are people asking for Mm -hmm. and one of the main things that we would say to them was men's toys Mm -hmm. give us men's toys give us the rings give us butt toys because it's a very kind of female catered line Mm -hmm. or like they have the couple's vibe obviously but it's mostly catered towards female Mm -hmm. pleasure right so we're like damn open up that market because we have a lot a lot of gay men at our store just where we're located um and it's like god give us butt stuff yeah a prostate toy would do really well in their line yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and then uh and then little did we know about a year later they come out with a ring Mm -hmm. with that vibrating ring you were talking about one one awesome line. Uh, it's so close to WeVibe. It's called B-Vibe. Do you know, do you know this product <laughs> no, line? It. it has nothing to do with WeVibe, but it's essentially like taking that idea of that uh, couple's vibe uh, with the app where mm-hmm. the, your partner controls it and you can wear it in public and all that stuff. They did the same thing, but with these beautiful vibrating uh, anal plugs. Oh, nice. So they're <laughs> app compatible and it's like 
the finish on these are just so velvety and soft. Yeah. And it's marketed for gay men, right? Nice. To go out and play in public, at the club, at the wherever. I think, I'm pretty sure there's, uh, you can sync it to music as well. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the apps can, you can sync the vibrations to music. Uh, but one of the coolest things, this is on my wish list, since we're talking about <laughs> wish list, um, the larger plug, I think it comes in three sizes. The larger B-Vibe plug has those beads those rotating beads in the stem of it the ones that are on like the the california exotics embrace yeah Yeah. so it's got the bead underneath the silicone like a bunch of beads rotating right on the stem that's cool and i'm like oh that's really unique Yeah, yeah it is and you can play with that in public like it's the whole thing's vibrating and then you have the beads that's amazing just in the stem of it i'm like oh god so that is on my wish list yeah it's really cool to see like the creativity that some toy manufacturers come out with yeah yeah like we were asking basically we're asking we vibe we're like come out with a toy like this and then b vibe beat them to it <laughs> <laughs> and called their name b vibe so a little similar. bit of a knockoff <laughs> are there any other uh wish list items that you have when you we browse your own store oh so many um yeah i know right not exactly a toy but i really want the liberator bed buckler set Mm. Liberator is like a really amazing quality um, like bondage company. So they make different furniture and bondage sets. And the bed buckler is really cool because you can put it under any mattress and then it will turn your bed into like a four poster bed. So if you don't have bed posts, then you can still play that way. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it attaches like underneath the mattress yeah. on the four point four corners. And then corners. you get the cuffs, yeah. Perfect. Um yeah, and it's the same liber- liberator that does liberator pillow, yeah. which people are most are probably most aware about. The wedge that and wedge the shaped pillow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to assist uh to assist with angles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's almost time to take a break. It's already <laughs> time to take a break. Um and we'll be right back with Kyla from Risque Reviews. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. We're here with Kyla from Risque Reviews. Um, You wanted to say something on the break when I mentioned Come As You Are. Yeah, uh, so they have a really cool program where you can mail in your old sex toys. Uh, so a lot of people, you have no idea what to do with a toy once, yeah. you know, you should throw it out or it dies, you pass the warranty, mm-hmm. you can't just put it in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to know what you should do with it. Um, so it's awesome that Come As You Are does have that program. You can go on their website and you can mail in your old toys to them. And I believe you get a 15% off coupon as well for, for new doing toy. so. And yeah. So you can use that towards buying a new toy from them. That's awesome. Um, and I'm sure that's going to be 
be awesome for you to know because you're going to accumulate. Yeah. <laughs> how, how often do you, are you going to get mailed toys to review? Like, Honestly, right now I have too many. <laughs> so do you have a bunch of toys sitting there? Yeah. How many toys are sitting there just waiting? Um, I have about six right now yeah. that are just in line. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah. in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, what I want to talk about a little bit is, is uh, the cleaning of sex mm-hmm. toys. We kind of touched on uh, the health and safety aspect a little bit. Definitely. What do we need to know about cleaning our sex toys? So definitely need to clean your sex yeah. toys, um, and <laughs> before and after use, please. Um, yeah, and... before use, when you get it out of the mm-hmm. package, mm-hmm. wash it, right? Absolutely. Well, yeah. and most to- uh, stores will test the toy for you to make sure that it does work. So yes, you know they've touched it with their hands, so you definitely want to make sure you wash it. Yeah. Um, and cleaners aren't an add-on. You're when they're trying to sell you a cleaner. It's to protect you and to protect the life of your toy as well. Mm. Um, so how do you use a toy cleaner? So toy cleaners are usually either sprays or foams. Mm-hmm. So you can just spray it or uh, use a couple pumps onto the toy, make sure it co- covers all of the surface of the toy. Mm-hmm. And then if it is a waterproof submersible toy, you can just rinse it under some water. Mm-hmm. If it's not a waterproof toy, just make sure um, you wipe it off with a damp cloth instead of rinsing it underwater. Right, instead of submerging it or yes. getting water on it. Yeah, um, and a lot of people like the foaming because you can see mm-hmm. that you're covering the whole to- the whole toy because mm-hmm. you can see that white foam, right? Exactly. But foam. I sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was also just going to recommend foaming for any toys with a lot of ridging in them mm. or masturbation toys because those are more difficult to uh, get in all the different ridging with just a spray. With just a spray. And you can't see it, mm-hmm. so you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So just to be safe. Um, I feel like, though, is there a chemical added to make it foam? Mm, that's a good question. Intimate Earth has a foaming one, they which do. is usually my go-to. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what it is there's in like, it that there's would make like it a, foam. Yeah, there's like a yeah. wet, wet one. Uh, just that, like... Wet tends to be less natural yeah. overall. Yeah. So you wouldn't recommend a wet. You'd recommend, yeah, Intimate Earth, um, they have a nice, a pretty nice lube line. Mm-hmm. One, one weird thing, though. Have you noticed there's alcohol in those? Yeah. Why? Do you know why? I'm not sure why. I don't know why either. It must be to replace something else that they've taken out. Yeah, maybe it's to replace, like, a chemical. Yeah. I don't know what alcohol would do in yeah. the mix. Because I, I always recommended that brand. Mm-hmm. Um but then I noticed that was in it. Like, mm, yeah, not. I have some customers that really love the defense from Intimate Earth, though. Yeah, um, yeah. They say it's the only thing that helps prevent them from getting yeast infections. Wow, that's awesome. Mm. I actually gave that as a Secret Santa present this, oh, nice. this past Christmas. <laughs> I gave someone um, a Tantus cock ring and the nice. defense, Intimate Earth defense. <laughs> <laughs> Tandis yeah. is great too. People know people know what I do. They're, yeah. not, they're not too surprised <laughs> about it. Okay, so uh, toy cleaners. Um, what uh, what are other things we can do to clean a toy? Um, so some people do say you can use like a mild soap and water. Mm-hmm. I usually don't recommend it mm-hmm. just because um, you know sometimes soap can dry out your hands, and we don't want it to dry out the toys either. Mm-hmm. Um, and soap over time can just leave a residue buildup on the toy. I feel like uh, some people put it in the dishwasher. I've heard some people doing that. Please don't put your toys yeah. in the dishwasher. Uh, 
And definitely you don't want to run it with dishwashing liquid or so, dish detergent. Yeah, so maybe if you just ran it with water. Because mm-hmm. that's like boiling it, right? Because mm-hmm. boiling is good Yeah. for a silicone toy. Mm-hmm. But it could damage your motor, but... Yeah, yeah, not an onboard. Non- nothing with an onboard yeah, vibrator. Yeah, yeah. Non-vibrating. Any, yeah, non-vibrating. You can boil yeah. it. Maybe dishwasher. No Without soap. Soap. <laughs> soap is harsh. Yes. Harsh chemical soap. Very, very harsh. What's other shit that people do? People use like uh, alcohol to clean it. What's mm-hmm. wrong with alcohol? Um, alcohol can deteriorate the material, mm-hmm. uh, which we definitely don't want. I've heard of some people using bleach, which that's going to be really, really harsh. You definitely don't want to use that either. Basically, anything that you're putting on your toy... Um, are you okay with putting that inside exactly. yourself? Right? Exactly. Right? Like that, that... Are you okay with putting bleach inside your vagina? <laughs> yes. Is that or what you're okay your with? Anus. <laughs> or, or inside your mouth. Or like <laughs> yeah. anything. Oh my God. Um, so just like some gentle soap and water action... Mm. Toy cleaner, yeah, the the person is not trying to just upsell you yes. by saying, would you like a toy cleaner with yes. that? And there are some for like seven, twelve dollars yeah, You don't expensive. need to break the bank. They last a long time. Yeah, and there are some nice organic ones. Um, I feel like the Joe organic toy cleaner, you yeah. don't even have to rinse off mm-hmm. if you don't want to. Same with WeVibes too, actually, the Wee Vibe from toy Pure. Cleaner. Yeah. Oh, love the Pure line. Yeah, so yeah. We Vibe teamed up with Pure for their cleaner. Yeah. Um, and then um, I actually noticed that We Vibe's cleaner has a small amount of dimethicone, which is silicone in it, and I was curious why it had that. So I asked Kitty, one of the We Vibe reps, why, and um, she told me that it's actually to preserve the toy. It's a tiny, tiny trace amount of dimethicone. It's the last ingredient in it, mm-hmm. and it actually just helps the silicone to like set and to stay that nice soft supple silicone Mm. like when you got it new right another maybe thing we should mention uh you know that material the ur3 Mm -hmm. flesh-like material that's in a lot of like masturbators yeah stuff yeah. yeah so are there some care what do you feel about that material first of all it's mixed. I've I've heard some mixed reviews online when I've read about it too. Um some you know, it is a blended material mm-hmm. um to get that realistic feeling, which is really cool, but uh I would recommend using a foaming cleaner for sure, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if that would still be entirely sufficient over time. And then there's you got to put on a it's like a renewing powder, yeah. and it's usually um, a very fine cornstarch. Yeah, cornstarch. Yeah. Okay. I, I was yeah. saying, what was I saying? Baking powder? Yeah. There's cornstarch in baking powder, I guess. It's a powder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can <laughs> either put, like, cornstarch on mm-hmm. it or put that powder on it, mm-hmm. and that will restore it, like, when you bought it. Yeah. Because it'll get sticky. Yes. That's the thing. Yeah. So you need to draw the moisture out of it, mm-hmm. right? Just like you're using baby powder yes. on, on real yeah. skin. Yeah. So if people are maintaining it properly, then it should still be safe. But unfortunately, I think a lot of people do get lazy in maintaining their sex toys. Especially, I don't mean to uh, do a blanket statement on an entire gender, <laughs> but boys are lazy. And that mm-hmm. and that material is found in a lot of masturbators. Oh, yes. Um, I don't want to throw my own partner <laughs> under the bus, I'll, but I did I'll make have it, him I'll have throw a turn out. after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have made him throw out something before. 
<laughs> you know what? I, I bought um, Matt, my partner, the hot octopus. Oh, cool. Have you had I've, that one in your hands or no, used it? No, but I've seen like videos of it online. It looks really cool. It's very cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a male vibrator. It's a guy braider that mm-hmm. um, you don't, it's kind of uh, open. It's curled around, but it's not completely enclosed. It's open a little bit. So you can kind of lay the penis in it rather than mm-hmm. inserting it into a mm-hmm. um, cylinder type, mm-hmm. a tubing type thing. So you can kind of just lay it in. So that means you don't have to have an erection, which is really nice because a lot of men can't, mm-hmm. men and people with penises can't get erections. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that uh, that you have a vibrator or male toy that you don't need an erection to use. Yep. But the thing is, it's like... Um, Matt, uh, Matt is just, he's too fucking lazy to use it. Because you got to clean it yep. after. You got to get out the lube. Yeah. You know, it, there's a bunch of other steps that don't, that well, don't. when in, they're done, they just want to. They want to grab a Kleenex yeah. and wipe yeah. off their like, <laughs> stomach. And that's it, right? Yep. Like, they don't want to leave the seat. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess that's why I think Tenga has mm-hmm. been so popular and so successful as a male sex toy company mm-hmm. because they market towards lazy men that don't want to deal with cleanup <laughs> and they sell single-use products that Which, you can just throw in the garbage. You have a funny story, I feel like, about a Tenga egg. Yeah, so the Tengas <laughs> are, are supposed to be one size fits all, but like this lingerie. Is, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. This sorry, is the, the egg. egg, right? So, so what, the is, what egg is, is that? A, it's a small little egg. It's a soft silicone-like material inside. When you open it up, it has a hole on one end, and on the inside, it's all textured. So you put the hole over the head of a penis, and then you use it as a stroker over mm-hmm. the shaft It's like a little penis. sleeve over, yeah. over it. Yeah. It's okay. like a little textured sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um so it should be one size fits all, but like lingerie that says one size fits all, it's definitely just one size fits most. Yeah, yeah. So my partner just immediately uh, burst through the end of it. He just hulked <laughs> out. Made a hole. <laughs> hulked out of the tank. <laughs> so he still did like it though, because we we just used it as a as a sleeve instead, but. <laughs> It was pretty funny. It still got a good review from yeah. you. I feel like you're very forgiving if the toy completely broke halfway through, but you're like, hey, let's just keep using it. Well, he still really liked it, so <laughs> going by his... Maybe he liked the liked that he broke right through. Maybe that was Made like a, powerful, an ego but... thing. Yeah, like emotionally it was really nice to just... But as you're saying, it's supposed to be a one-use toy. Yes, so, so it's okay. It was supposed to be thrown out yes. after. Although people sometimes... You can reuse probably a couple yeah. times those Tenga eggs, right? Yeah, the Tenga eggs... Um, like Tenga does use... Um, good materials they are a reputable company for Mm -hmm. having body safe materials so i do have people tell me that they wash and reuse them a few times i wouldn't Mm -hmm. say it's gonna last you like (laughs) 10 uses but maybe two three four and it's only cheap it's cheap it's like only uh 15 bucks yeah and then you can even buy like bulk packs of them too oh really like online from from tango if you really like it. Yeah. You yeah. want to use it more than just a exactly, couple times. Exactly. Just yeah. buy the carton of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> all the patterns. Yeah. Yeah, because they have all different patterns all on different the inside, textures. right? Yeah. Can we talk about men's toys mm-hmm. for a little bit? Uh, what what kind of things do you carry at uh, your store that you're aware of for men's toys? Um, so we have 
masturbators, of course. Mm-hmm. Different penis rings, um, different sleeves, penis pumps. Yeah. Not necessarily toys, but penis pumps are definitely useful for men that uh, struggle to get an erection. Mm-hmm. So it helps men to get an erection. So how? So that's just a temporary enlargement, right? Yes. Yeah, so it just uses air suction. It just draws blood to the area to help them get erection. Mm-hmm. Then there is the bath mate that is different. Um, so the bath mate uses water pressure instead of just air. So it applies a lot more suction than you ever could with air. And I feel like the one of the selling points of the water-based mm-hmm. pumps is that it delivers more even yes. um, pressure. Yeah. So you won't have any bulging mm-hmm. or anything like that where there's more pressure mm-hmm. um, delivered to one part of the penis than, yeah. than the other. Yeah, right? just because water does stay consistent under pressure, mm. unlike air. Yeah. Unlike air, yeah, right. Yeah. So what about what about masturbators? When you say masturbators, what are you talking about? Um, so they're generally just toys that either look like a vagina or are a sleeve with a hole inside that doesn't necessarily have to look like anything. Um, and then it's just to go uh, over top of the penis and then they can use it either manually or some of them are uh, hands-free mm-hmm. and then it will just stimulate the penis. Mm-hmm. So this is like your flashlight type mm-hmm. thing. So a flashlight, um, they don't have anything with vibration or stroking. No, they so don't. that's a manual yeah, type of a thing. Yeah, that flashlight's manual. Um, auto blow. Auto blow. It's pretty new. It's cool. It have you like cool. looked inside <laughs> Yeah. We had a, a tester model that was open so we cool. could show customers the inside of it which is really cool so the auto blow um is basically it look does look like a vagina on the external part and then the inside is just a penis sleeve with rotating beads that go up and down along the shaft so then it's supposed to stimulate uh, oral sex on men yeah on a penis yeah Oh, I, th- I think it's a mouth on the thing. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. yes, yes. Good blow. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's really cool. It is loud. It's loud, but it is really cool. <laughs> and I think it's a wall plug-in. Yes, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. yeah, you got to plug that in. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, there are a lot of wall. I mean, the magic wand. Yeah, well, plug-in, I mean, it's it's constant, it. constant power, so you're never gonna lose any power, which is the nice thing about that. Yeah, like as a rechargeable toy loses its charge it's going to lose power right? yeah and same with if you batteries it's unfortunately if you're using a battery toy <laughs> yes <laughs> those people that use battery toys <laughs> as the battery charge is dying mm-hmm. the vibration is going to die as yeah. well right yeah yeah okay let's just uh i i would love to talk about lubricants yeah for a little please. bit one of the things that i know i get asked a lot it, people don't know what lubes to use with what sex act Mm -hmm. or what toy or what like what is each lube for and what so I'd love to just ask you um what lubricant would you recommend to use just with like vaginal PIV penis and vagina sex um so the first thing I want to say about lubricant is so many people say oh I don't need it or I'm young or oh I get turned on enough and they there's a stigma against using lubricant uh but Everybody can use lubricant. It just makes it fun. It's not always... It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. Um, And most people are going to need or want lubricant at different times. Myself, for example, some days I don't need it. Other days, maybe my mood or where I am in my cycle. I didn't drink enough water that day. Exactly. So sometimes I do. It just depends. And it's 
never a bad thing to use lubricant. Lubricant can make it fun. So yeah, always a good thing. It's always yeah, fun. It's always a good decision to yes. make. That's a great point to yes. make. Yeah. Um, so you can use either water-based lubricant or silicone-based lubricant for mm-hmm. sex. Both are good choices. Mm-hmm. Do you have um, some favorite brands that you recommend for just regular penis and vagina sex? Um, I do like Intimate Earths, uh, mm-hmm. the Hydra. Mm-hmm. I also like... Um, I like Maximus. It does have some parabens in it, unfortunately. Which but is one of those chemicals we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. But they do have other qualities of that lubricant that I like. It's a really thick water base. That's based. a jelly one, right? Mm-hmm. A really jelly it's one. really thick. Um, see, th- see, liquid. It's, it's good to know, because um, I usually recommend Maximus for anal mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Or, or to use with toys. People mm-hmm. usually like kind of that jelly, thick, viscous That doesn't run over That faster. doesn't run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. People usually... I like to recommend that for toy play or mm-hmm. for anal play. Yeah. But you recommend it for vaginal, too. Well, it's kind of good for anything. So yeah, it's a good versatile loop. Yeah, it is really versatile. And the thicker it is, then I find uh, you don't need to reapply it, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, right. Or you can, a good trick with water-based lube is just add a bit of saliva. Yeah. And it'll rejuvenate it, right? Yeah. And then you're going to say Sliquid, which is yeah, my brand. Is great. I yeah. love Sliquid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and their Naturals line is really nice, too. Yeah. Um, and they have... One that is a little bit thicker mm-hmm. in their naturals line. Yeah, they have a jelly mm-hmm. um, one, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like the pink bottle. The pink bottle, exactly. Yeah, it's the gel one. So yeah. as we were saying, if you like more viscous, mm-hmm. don't want it to run, mm-hmm. then that's the one for you. But yeah. the whole line. Yeah. I love Sassy. Sassy yeah. is my go-to. Yeah. Um, Uber Lube is another one. I got yeah. a... A bottle of it in one of the uh, toy box that I received, so I was excited to try that one because I'd heard good things about it from other people. Did you try it yet? I did, yeah. yeah. So it's a silicone, and I do really like it. Silicone's yeah. not usually my go-to, but mm. it is nice, yeah. And you're fine You're fine to recommend a full silicone lube for internal vaginally? Um, why wouldn't you? Because I, I, I usually yeah. I, I usually am fine recommending like a hybrid. Yeah. Because some have like where it's mostly water-based with a little bit of silicone. Like a liquid silk. Yeah, like a liquid silk, exactly. Um, and Sliquid's got a version of mm-hmm. it. A lot of different lube lines mm-hmm. have a hybrid version available. Uh, just, uh, I just feel like people that are kind of need hyperallergenic products mm-hmm. and that are sensitive kind of vaginally prone to infections and stuff like that, I feel like putting the pure silicone isn't necessarily going to be a great idea. Some people I've found... Am I wrong in saying that? Or is I, that just I don't, a feeling I have? I'm not sure. Maybe it depends on the person, because I think some people are more sensitive to the silicone than others. Mm-hmm. But some people are really sensitive to other ingredients, and I find that silicone lubricants usually have less ingredients. Less ingredients. That's a good point to um, me. Like, I think Uber Lube only has three different types of silicone and one other ingredient in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think sometimes it's a toss-up because there might be less likely to be irritated by one of the ingredients. So it depends on the lube. It tends, and it depends on the person. depends on the lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she... The only reason why I sometimes don't recommend a silicone is um, because it's definitely not going to taste good. You don't want mm. to ingest it. So if you are going to be going back and forth between different types of play, mm-hmm. then you don't want to use a silicone. You want something a little more versatile. Yeah. So speaking of, what lubes would you use for, like, oral-type play? Um, so flavored is always Flavored! Fun. Yeah, why not? Um, I don't recommend using the flavored internally. The added ingredients that give it the flavoring or the sugars is going to irritate a lot of people if yes. you use it internally. Yes. Um, so 
Lots of fun for oral sex. Yeah. <laughs> we actually had uh, a Joe rep come in mm. recently, and they've got a whole new line. Um, it's their Gelato series, I, I believe. I saw yeah. Oh, boy. These are insane. Did you get to taste them? Yeah. They're oh insane. Gosh. They're so good. Like, <laughs> my go-to recommendation for flavored is the Wicked line. Mm-hmm. I feel like those flavors are amazing. I love, like, the coffee one is, like, a go-to. I don't know. I just love the smell of coffee. <laughs> um, that's, like, a go-to in my bedroom. Um, and they're just, like, a really luxe kind mm-hmm. of um, tasty line of lubricants. And Joe is coming out with, like... Oh, that's exciting. I think the road already. Yeah. I think. We don't have that at our store yet, but we will. I've seen them posting on their Instagram account. Cool. So, so it's still I'm very sure they're new. rolling out soon. Yeah. And something that's very interesting, uh, Joe um, actually has USDA organic products. Nice. A lot of USDA organic products in their lines. Nice. Um, and they, the gentleman, I don't remember, recall his name, but the rep said that... Um, they have a lot of products that claim they're organic can have as little as 5% organic mm-hmm. materials uh, involved in the product, which is insane that they can still say I'm mm-hmm. organic. Um, but Joe actually has something insane, like 98 nice. point something percent organic products when they say organic. That's great. So that's something interesting yeah. to to know. Yeah. Well, I know both um, Intimate Earth and Sliquid mm-hmm. have... Uh, USDA-approved organic ingredients, but yes. they're not entirely organic. Yeah, not, but not every ingredient yes. is is yeah. organic, yeah. Um, what about anal sex and anal play? So for anal sex, you definitely want to use something thicker, mm-hmm. thick water-based or silicone. Mm-hmm. You definitely want something that's going to last. You don't want something that's going to dry out or get tacky easily. Mm-hmm. Um, what about shower sex? Definitely, you want to go silicone. Want to go silicone. Water, water base is just going to absorb, wash away. It's going to be kind of useless as soon as you get into the water. Yeah, and and when you're in water, um, like it's it's the thing, the weird paradox that it's like wet sex equals dry sex, right? <laughs> yeah. Because when you're in a atmosphere where there's water, it's going to nat- it's going to wash away the natural lubrication mm-hmm. that you usually generate, right? Yeah. So you're going to definitely, if you're in the water, you're going to need to use uh, lubrication, yes. right? And the lubrication uses silicone. Yes. What about what about toys? Uh, what different types of materials work with different types of lubricants? So the most important one um, is, you know, we talk about how silicone toys is are really great. How silicone mm-hmm. is a great material mm-hmm. for a toy. But don't use a silicone lubricant on a silicone toy. And why is that? So silicone is attracted to silicone. It has a chemical reaction. So if you use a silicone lubricant on a silicone toy, then you can see the material of the toy actually altering and starting to either get little bumps or crevices, starting to get sticky. Um, So you definitely don't want to damage your toy by using a silicone lubricant on it. Yeah, especially since silicone toys are usually pretty expensive. You don't don't want to hurt your baby. (laughs) What about condoms? What lubricants do we use with condoms? Um, So water-based or silicone-based lubricants will both be safe with condoms. What is not safe? What is not safe? Yeah, oil-based lubricants are not safe with condoms. They can deteriorate the material in condoms Mm -hmm. uh, and... The condoms can no longer 
be as effective as they claim to be once used with oil-based products. Yeah. And oil-based products, um, like massage, mm -hmm. any massage products. Massage oils, um, even like coconut oil, anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, my gynecologist at one point recommended me to use, just use coconut oil. Mm -hmm. um, however, that's a bad recommendation if you need condoms. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which people may not always mm -hmm. realize because they're like, it's a natural product, coconut oil. Yeah. And they just may not think definitely and coconut oil it works really great for some people but not for everyone mm -hmm. so for me example um like coconut oil i don't even really like it that much on my skin either so i find it just sits on my skin it doesn't absorb at all mm -hmm. so if that's happening on intimate areas that is going to give opportunity for bacteria to breed if it's just sitting there mm -hmm. i he did hear that it does have some antibacterial properties not enough to be a huge mm -hmm. factor um for like vaginal health but i did hear that somewhere whereas yeah. some minor kind of antibacterial I've, I've heard both i've read a lot about it because so many people like i've heard so many people saying both ways like advocates for coconut oil both and not yeah and not so i've read a lot and there's a lot of conflicting information out of there so i usually just err on the side of caution when mm -hmm. it comes to putting something inside my vagina totally yeah because <laughs> one of the conflicting things i heard that because it has antibacterial uh, qualities to it that it's going to wash away all Your the bacteria, bacteria, the good bacteria mm -hmm. as well. But what I've heard is that there's only there are only very like limited small antibacterial yeah. properties that it's not going to wash away all the good bacteria. That's good. But that's the yeah. conflict of yeah of the information, right? And I don't know what's totally. You know, yeah, me neither. <laughs> one one way or the other. Um, and to tell you the truth, I'm not a huge fan of coconut oil either. And even though even though he recommended it to me, I mm. I've never really used it. Yeah, <laughs> I just use I use liquid. I'm yeah. so I'm so brand loyal. Like I I tell you, I use like I use liquid only pretty much, and I use Sassy, uh, which is actually their anal. Okay. Um, type. It used to say Sassy booty gel on it, oh, that's but they cute. <laughs> they took off the booty gel. Because uh, it's probably stigma that women don't mm. necessarily want to purchase um, a product that says anal right on it. <laughs> Even though it's only a water-based lube. <laughs> it's just a thicker version of a water-based yeah. lube. You can use it for anything. And I do. I use it for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I use it with toys, with partner sex, with anal play, anal sex, like everything. Um, that's like when a customer has no idea what to get, that's why I recommend a really thick water-based because yeah. like... Like you're saying, you can use it for pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, we're pretty much at time. This is crazy. Oh. <laughs> um, Kyla, I can't thank you enough for oh, coming down today so and talking to me about toys. Um, do you have anywhere where I know you do, where <laughs> people can reach you and read your stuff and all that good stuff? Yeah, so you can read my blog at risqueviewsblog.wordpress.com, and you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Reviews. Which is where I found you. Yes, and it's I realized, so great to connect. Yeah, we were we just kind of liked each other's stuff, I feel yeah. like. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You're based in Toronto. Oh, my God. Yeah. You have to come and talk to me. So thank you so much. It's Thanks, so nice Aaron. to meet you and talk with you today. You um, this has been Kyla from Risque Reviews, everyone. And I'm Erin Pym. And this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. If you want to see Bedpost live, the Variety Stage Show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8 and the next show is May 19th. It's going to be amazing. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show. 
Uh, oh, and we also have a new website up now that is bedpost.ca. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by my lovely friend Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.